and welcome to another edition of the Bavarian Podcast Works Post Game Show. I am I Need No Name, and I will be reviewing Bayern Munich's 1-0 loss to Villarreal. If you know me, you might be expecting another post-game rant like I did against Bochum or the other games where we lost, but that's just not what I'm going to do today. I don't have the energy for it, and if the players are going to phone it on the pitch, I don't want to waste my energy complaining about their performances like man what just what did we just see Villarreal the way they played they could have easily scored three maybe four times against us and we had nothing nothing to answer them so in essence honestly I think that given how the game went we are lucky to come out of this with just one nil at one nil the tie is still alive we can go to the Allianz Arena maybe come back with a win and that is pretty much the most positive thing you'll get out of me today that we might salvage this tie at the Alliance Arena. Now I'm not gonna go over this entire game play by play and explain what went wrong because that would be extremely depressing and I have exams coming up and I don't need anything more depressing in my life right now. So instead I've written down five questions in my notepad app and I am going to go through them one by one answer what went wrong with the game and with that I think that'll suffice for a post-game review. The rest of it I will leave to the commenters in our comment section. So let's start with the first question and that is didn't Julian Nagelsmann get the lineup wrong? This is something that I've seen a lot of people say. To be fair they did not say it when the lineups were revealed and they did not say it when I put Alfonso Davies in the 11 before the game even began. Like we predicted Davies would start and that is pretty much the crux of it. No one thought that Davies starting would be a problem today, and instead it did. The problem was, actually, that not that Davies was rusty. He was a little bit rusty. I think he could have been a bit sharper, but he did have certain goal-saving tackles, and he did have a shot on goal, actually, and a few good, almost good crosses. But the problem was that he did not have any support on that left-hand side, with Gnabry playing as an inside forward. And I think... This was an example of Nagelsmann just making a few too many changes too quickly. Like in the 11 that we saw against Freiburg, there was no inside left forward. Instead, you had Kingsley Coman playing on the right, providing plenty of width for the entire team to exploit. And instead of that, we had Coman playing on the right today, where he seemed a lot less effective. Leroy Sani was left on the bench, which honestly, I can't blame Nagelsmann for leaving Sani on the bench given his recent performances. And even after Sani came on, it's not like he changed anything for us. In fact, he would often just dribble, stop the ball, look around and then get dispossessed. It's just so predictable with Sane right now that I don't know if I would even start him in the second leg the way he's been playing. And the other question that people have been asking, why did Jamal Musiala start instead of Leon Goretzka? And here I'm going to defend Nagelsmann a little and say that Goretzka probably was not fit to start and that's why Muziala was given the heads up and honestly given what we've seen from Muziala in games before this I thought he would have done a better job but it did not come off for Nagelsmann and that is down to how VRL set up. They had a 4-4-2 but the way they set up their 4-4-2 they completely outnumbered us in every single area of the pitch and that is how VRL and Unai Emery completely outplayed Julian Nagelsmann today. The second question I'm gonna have to deal with is the fact that the goal we conceded only seven minutes into the game which is horrendous if you want to be making the Champions League semi-finals. I few months ago I did 
fact, a few weeks ago, I did uh, an article where I said that you can't keep giving out freebies in the Champions League first legs. And again, we've done it. We've lost this first leg 1-0, everything to do at the Alliance now. At least we're going to do it at our own home game, hopefully in front of 75,000 fans. But let's talk about who was at fault for the first goal and the only goal that VRL ended up scoring. And I've seen the replays on our soccer and honestly, I know that people will say Muziala was at fault and he did make a mistake. He let, I think it was Lo Celso, go behind him and get the pass in, get too much time on the pass. But honestly, I don't know how Alfonso Davies let that player who delivered the initial cutback, how he let that get by him. And even if he did, I think Lucas should have been covering that much better and Kimmich and Upa and Noir, all of them could have honestly done better. There is just breakdown in communication that happened and I don't like that, how it often it happens at Bayern. We were actually doing decently well when the game was still nil-nil, but when it went to one nil, VRL seemed to get motivated and then they kind of just steamrolled us like it wasn't even a close game in the end. I have not looked at any XG numbers but I will be surprised if we actually had much XG at all because it didn't feel like we got any clear-cut chances and that is actually the thing that we have to discuss the most today that is the offense and which is my third topic for today and the main one that we have to discuss. What is wrong with Bayern Munich's offense and you know, whenever I complain about that, there's always someone in the comments or someone on the blog that says, you are a chicken little. You don't see that we are scoring the most goals out of anyone ever in the Bundesliga, the most goals of the Champions League. Okay, fine, we're doing that. But look at what happens when we come up against a proper resolute defense, okay? Julian Nagelsmann, the way he has set up our offense, it completely cuts Robert Lewandowski and Thomas Muller out of the process. And because of that, they are rendered ineffective. In the first half, I genuinely thought we were playing with what? Nine men. Because it didn't feel like Muller or Lewandowski were playing at all. He might as well not have been playing with them. That is a massive problem. Even when we try to cross, our crosses never seem to reach our strikers. And, you know, I'll give credit to Unai Emery. His 4-4-2, it was very good at crowding the middle of the pitch. But even so... It's not perfect. I saw Juventus get multiple chances against this VRL side and they have been beaten over and over again in the league. They are 7th in La Liga and they have lost the last two games in a row, including a game against Levante. So there is no way that Bayern Munich fans should be saying that VRL overmatched our offense and has the likes of Thomas Müller and Robert Lewandowski. So again, it has to come down to the tactics. What was the plan for scoring today? I genuinely don't know. How were we going to get the ball from the defense to the midfield to the offense? Was the plan to get it to Muziala and then let him dribble through? Was the plan to get it out wide to Fonzi and then letting him get a cross or a cutback? If it was, then I did not see either of those things happen. The most I saw was Coman trying to get some crosses in from his side. But, like, Coman, he's okay at crosses, but when he's crossing, his crosses are so slow and telegraphed, it was too easy for VRL to get there, get on the end of them. And we never seemed to utilize our width properly. The few times we did, it seemed like they were under trouble. But how do I say it? Like, it was just too predictable. VRL were not surprised by anything that we did. And part of that is also down to the fact that Thomas Muller, not, not only was he not involved, but he was subbed off early. And I keep saying this about coaches who sub off Muller. Don't do it. Why do you do it? Okay, 
people will say that Mueller was invisible today, but I think that's more of a symptom than the cause of what is going wrong with our offense. Thomas Mueller, if he's not involved, if he's not regularly allowed to be in positions that make a difference, then you are not going to have a good time as a Bayern Munich fan. We don't have a Cristiano or a Messi who's going to help us get loads and loads of goals just from nothing. That's why we rely on Thomas Muller's X-Factor. And Nagelsmann seems to have designed a system where that X-Factor is a non-factor, really. It is weird to watch us rely so much on Coman and Gnabry, guys who are so unreliable, even in the big stage, to get us goals when we have reliable guys like Muller and Lewandowski who have done it at this level before, floundering for even the slightest of touches inside the box, inside good areas, because they are marked out and they seem to just be there to draw defenders away from the guys who are actually shooting and who are actually never ever going to score against a decent determined defense. VRL's goalkeeper, Rui, or whatever he's called, I can't say, but whatever he was called, he did not have to break a sweat today. Whatever shots came at him went straight into his hands, even the one shot by Sané. There was no real threat from Bayern Munich, and this is a complete indictment of the system that Nagelsmann has created. We have been complaining about this for ages and ages. The Nagelsmann system places too much faith on the wingers and not enough on the central players. It relies too much on getting numbers into the box rather than getting the right people into the box at the right time. It's honestly overall a lot less sophisticated than what we had under Flick and because of that really we have paid the price. We did not look dynamic. We did not look ready really to take on and answer the questions that VRL asked of us. What do we do now? I mean that's the next question I need to ask. Why? What do we do at the Allianz Arena when we go there? I mean we don't have much time to prepare. I think the game is next week. So the way it's looking, VRL, all they have to do is park the bus, okay? They don't have to come out of their own half to beat us at the Allianz Arena. And I'm honestly quite scared. I think this is it. This this could be it for Bayern Munich. We might not get through this. You, are, you might be sitting there asking me for solutions, but like I'm genuinely at a loss, okay? I don't know even how I criticize Nagelsmann because I can't tell you how he can fix this. If there was something I'd say, I would say, you know, call up Hansi Flick and ask him what you did to get Lewandowski and Muller involved more. Because at this point, the system is so different from what I used to remember under Hansi Flick that it's not even the same team anymore. It doesn't even look like the same. The players look so disjointed. The plays look a lot less choreographed. There feels like there's been less training done with the players. And some of that I blame on the coach, you know, just constantly chopping and changing lineups, deciding to go almost two and a half months with a strange back three system, only to switch back to a back four right after the round of 16. And because of that, it seems that Bayern Munich seem a lot less well drilled than our counterparts in VRL because we don't seem to know exactly what our roles are in the side. I know Nagelton wanted us to be flexible, but instead of being flexible we've ended up being what soft you know it is unfortunate what happened at the el madrigal i i, I did not just say the el madrigal el means the but look it's unfortunate what happened in spain today but at the Allianz arena i think 
that with a little bit more motivation and with 75,000 fans behind us, we could get a win. But Nagelsmann needs to get some things right. He needs to start Goretzka. I hope Goretzka will be fit for that game. He needs to well, maybe start Sewell from the beginning, maybe put him at right back with Pavard just to have that extra attacking impetus. He has to start Davies. I know that Davies did not exactly shower himself in glory, but I think he was okay. And that's what matters, honestly. And I think that Union Nagelsmann needs to put Jamal Muziala on a winger spot. The other two are just not cutting it, honestly. Leroy Sane, Serge Gnabry on the bench. Command Muziala wins. Thomas Muller in the middle with Robert Lewandowski. And let Muller get the ball, please. I'm begging you, Nagelsmann. He's not assisted in over a month now. What are we doing with this guy? This is the most creative player in the world. And he's not getting the ball in any kind of space. And if Thomas Muller can't find space in your system, then your system sucks. I'm sorry. If Thomas Muller, the guy who interprets space, can't find space, then... I'm not, I'm not even sure what you can blame someone for. Like, the players, they're not the ones at fault today. It is all on the coach, which is actually written down as my last question. Who is to blame for the defeat? This is on Julian Nagelsmann. Unai Emery, good on him. He did excellently with his setup. 4-4-2, but good press. He knew exactly who to press. His pressing triggers were calculated immaculately. He was giving our entire offense fits, trying to get breakdown VRL and honestly, like, I think that they will be kicking themselves for not getting more goals. Like, they had their chances and if they had made it 2-0 or 3-0 today, they would be going to the Allianz Arena with almost an insurmountable lead, but right now, they are still in the game and they will be unhappy about that. They will be thinking, okay, we need to really turn up in Munich right now. The same thing goes for Bayern Munich, but we got out of jail today. We could have done much worse and we did not. And we still have a chance to go through. But even if we go through, are we going to beat Liverpool? Are we going to beat Man City? No, we're not. It's just a matter of going through, getting the little bit of prize money you get from the quarterfinals and then going out in the semifinals, making some arguments on the internet about why losing to Liverpool is not that bad, etc, etc. And then we go on with our lives because honestly, this game has drained me so much. I cannot even think any further than that. I probably won't be able to watch the second leg. And that's very sad. That's making me very sad right now. And hopefully it does not end up as badly as the last time I did not watch the second leg of Bayern Munich tie. And... I will see you next time for another podcast, which is whatever. I'm not going to continue this drawn-out torture session with you. Please comment on our blog where we have a great community, which is slightly heated right now. I can't blame them. And remember to follow us on Twitter. Check out our match observations, match awards, whatever you want. And I will see you next time, which is... I don't know when. I don't know when we'll do another podcast. But see you next time and good night.